Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Demonology Today with Grizzly and Dennis Carroll, the mind of the demonic. What's going on, Mr. Carroll? Oh, too much. It's been busy, busy, busy. I'll tell you what, it's been a busy week paranormal-wise, too, uh, with a lot of UFOs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Hello, Aussie Sue, sliding mm-hmm. up in the rear North Carolina cryptid. Uh, Joanne Jackson, welcome, welcome. Uh, Aussie Sue says hello, Grizzly and Dennis. And mm-hmm. uh, Samantha coming up. Hello, all. Welcome, welcome, Aussie Sue. It adds, I mean, I, it, I, I don't, I, the dolls are jumping off my studio, committing suicide. I've got balls of energy floating around. You wouldn't oh, really? believe the last show I had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you'll see it here in a minute. I mean, it'll light up right next to my head, but. You would not believe the last show that I just had with the the, the display with BFRO and Bigfoot and what what they have done to women and kids and oh. uh yeah welcome Leona King hello welcome to the show uh so uh, Sarah hello gentlemen yes welcome so uh been a great weekend I hear huh no yeah it's been. It's been a, a very busy one, definitely. Uh, I've even had a couple of cases that I've been working on uh, uh, in the evening hours, um, uh, some consultations. So it's been it's been kind of busy, definitely. Yes, uh, Western Kentucky Bigfoot and Paranormal Investigations LLC checking in. That must be Mr. Don Wyden himself. Thank you, sir. Ah. Uh, lovely for checking in. Uh, this welcome. is uh, another episode brought to you by him. So, yeah. So, uh, welcome, Don. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I tell you, it has been unbelievable. Uh, yep. I, I know that. Uh, I've been reached out by a lot of people, uh, not only about doing other shows, but what is going on in the world today. Uh, no, they definitely. cannot explain it, uh, explain uh, what's going on. And that's how serious it, it's, it is. It's, I mean, it's gone haywire. Well, the uh, paranormal activity, paranormal and supernatural activity is increasing constantly, it seems like. Uh, you know, there used to be ebb and flow thing. Now it just seems to be jacking up and up and up and up. 
it uh, it uh, is bringing about a lot of different things in our world. There's some really freaky stuff going on. And uh, I think a lot of this is definitely based in the darkness of this world. No doubt about it. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, Chris. The the uh, para the uh, paranormal aspect of the demonic mind. How your enemy, the demons, think. Uh, how they do, and how they get want you to think, and how they want to manipulate your mind. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Well, you know, before we dive into that subject, I just want to touch on our previous subjects that we covered, and that is uh, AI. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I have seen a lot of good things come out of AI. Hello, Mr. Elliot. Welcome to the show. Absolutely. From the UK. All right. Welcome. We're doing good. Now, but I also have seen AI go into the darker side again. And they're like, well, we don't know what happened. Yeah, I do know what happened. You're messing with stuff you shouldn't mess with. Okay, uh -huh. ladies and gentlemen, AI is finding more cancer cells, more medical issues than a regular doctor can find. There is a good side to it. I never said oh, there was yeah. not. I never oh, yeah. said that. Well, anything like that. You know, weaponize uh, something. Well, that's true. You know, here's what I've said about that. You can build a house or a nice, beautiful building with a hammer, or you can turn around and bash your neighbor's brains out with it. Uh, yeah, it depends well, on what it depends on what you want to do with what you have and i said that you know the last time we talked about that the uh, last week that there is a good side a wonderful side to ai if they would use it correctly but you and i both that's we know that's not going to happen we might get a few little benefits out of it but you know there's even a part of ai now listen to this this is mind-blowing okay speaking of minds that's what we're going to be talking about tonight What's mind-blowing is they have an AI program that can actually read your thoughts. Yeah, I told you that last show. Yeah, that's that's not good. I mean, your thoughts should be your own. We should have some little bit of privacy left in this world. Your thoughts should be your own. But this thing is, reading, is able to read your thoughts. And the next step to that, Chris, is thought-mind manipulation. Oh, it's coming. It, it, uh -huh. They already they already have the technology. They just haven't released it yet. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I see. I see. You got a picture of the kit up there. Uh, that's a very nice yeah, kit. Uh, uh, yeah. Like and and what I'm gonna do? Stand by. I'm gonna take off him. Then I'm gonna take myself. Then we're gonna add each other back. That's actually the kit that I was asked to show that kit. Uh, and the shipping on it is twelve dollars and fifty cents. That's why it's fifty four ninety five. Uh, yeah. But it comes with everything you saw there, the holy water and everything we need to cleanse with. But there are people, and we'll dive into our topic, that are opening up portals. Have you seen that on YouTube? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, at, uh, home. It, at home. Yeah, at home. Yeah, they're fooling around with it. Let me tell you something else, Chris, and we've talked about this before. They're talking a lot about mind manifestation now, being able to manifest things with the mind. Let me let me warn people out there about that. Okay, that is a modern day form of witchcraft, a very dark witchcraft. Okay, because you're manip you're manipulating atoms, atomizing these things. You're manifesting these things. You're bringing them forth from other dimensions. 
you're you're opening these doorways and that's not a good idea because like i've said before on many other programs we've done in order to hook up with the demonic and get them to do what you want them to do, you know what you want to go in league with them or whatever terminology you want to use with that in order to do that you must open a spiritual doorway to connect to these things and that's what these people are doing Yeah, that's so not the, good. That's not no, good. No, it's not. It's not. No. So the holy water comes from. I brought it off from Lexington, Kentucky. It's where I get all my holy water from. Uh, it does have chlorine in it because of uh, what was that virus? Everybody was that. that uh, well, you have uh, salt in it. You have uh, oil. Yeah, but you uh, have what was that virus? Everybody was getting. We had to get inoculated for. Not, uh, oh, uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah, uh, COVID nineteen. So they had to put bleach or some type of chlorine in the water to keep make sure for bacteria. So you cannot put it in people's drinks or food. No, uh, no, you no. Can no use no. on everything else, but yes, but that's where I get my yeah. holy water from before I moved. I've got tons of it in bottles like that in other right. containers so i'd some my ass i just want to throw that out there so yeah well you know uh, a lot of people think if you could ingest something like that it would cleanse you uh body-wise internally but that's not a good idea the only way you can cleanse the body internally is spiritually okay yes. not not with water not with holy water uh, but uh, that's a perfect kit for for what i call house blessings location exorcisms, whatever name you want to give that that's the perfect kit for that uh there would be something other than if you were doing performing an exorcism you would use more than that there would be other different items than that what you what you that kit you're basically showing is is very good for for house blessing spiritual cleansing location exorcisms and stuff like that Definitely. that is correct yes that is correct that is correct but yeah when you get when you start getting into this mind uh, manipulation and mind manifestation stuff you're going into dark areas of dark magic uh this is not good uh that this is the way that in certain uh, certain things you do in witchcraft just like the skinwalkers do is a form of mind manipulation to manifest things to bring something about and in order for you to do that you have to hook up with dark forces um, you know, you and I, Chris, could sit around all day and try to manifest something, and it's probably not going to happen. But when we hook up with an outside force, a greater power than us, than we are, uh, we get things done that way. But you don't want to do it the bad way. Uh, you can hook up with the goodness of your creator and get things done. That's a good way. But we don't want to. You don't want to do these things the bad way. That's that's where it get you in some deep trouble. Yes, that is correct. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I did put up, uh, hello, Midnight uh, Night Watchers. I did put up the uh, church's website. So if you want to look at it, that's where I get it from. So, yeah. And yeah. uh, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and somebody said earlier that uh, uh, there are actually uh, people on ghost hunts and investigations are actually open portals. I've seen that with mm -hmm. their electronic EMF pumps and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and you know, uh, there's the use of Ouija boards and a lot of this stuff. And you know, there, there are modern-day Ouija boards. You don't have to use the old ones. You know, there are even um, programs for your laptop and all that to take the place of Ouija boards. So you got to be very careful what you're dealing with, folks. You know, be very careful because you might open a can of worms you don't want to open. 
Right, right. But anyway, tonight we're going to talk about the mindset of the demonic. Uh, we're going to talk about that and the way they want to manipulate people's minds. And here's what I want to tell you about your enemy, the demonic. They are egotistical maniacs. Okay, that's what they are. Long ago, thousands of eons ago, they, they threw the rule book out the window. They have no rules. They have no laws. Only their law is chaotic. That's the way they work. They work with chaos. And their mindset is they are little wannabe gods. They want to be worshipped. And let me tell you, give you a little hint. Back in time, back in prehistory days, they appeared to men as gods. Although they said they were gods. Okay, that's the way they work. They play this little game. The God game I've talked about before is also played by the demonic, not just mankind. And uh, they appeared to men as gods and wanted to be worshipped as gods. Okay, there's a lot of evidence that the gods of Egypt were like this. The gods of Mesopotamia and, uh, and uh, uh, many of the early civilizations were really actually demons, fallen angels. They wanted to be worshipped as God, to fool men, to lead them away from the worship of the one true God of this universe. That's what the whole plan is. And that's their mindset. And they are they are now narcissists. They are egotistical maniacs. They will stop at nothing. They, they think they have to be worshipped and they want to use us in that process. That's the whole thing about possession. First begins oppression, which tries to wear you down till they get to the point of possession. That's what it's all about. That's their plan. It works. They're not going to change it. Okay. That's just the way that you can depend on them to be unchangeable in that way. But they also are very unpredictable in the way they do these things. But that is the mindset of the demonic. Okay. They have turned their backs on their creator. They have turned their backs on God. And listen, folks, whenever you do that, whenever you actually turn your back on the real truth of this universe, you are on dangerous, dangerous, dark territory. Uh, anything can happen to you. And that's where these dark forces want to get you to that territory. So that once they get you there, once they get through using you, they will destroy you. They will kill you. They will get rid of you. First, if they can doom your soul to hell, they'll do that too. Of course, that's part of the that's part of the process. But that that's the dangerous part. Once you get to that that plateau, that stage of dealing with these things, they take care of you. They get rid of you very quickly if they can't use you anymore. But that's their mindset. Their mindset is set on destruction. They're self-destructive in their own inherent being. These forces are, Chris. They want to destroy themselves, but they're going to take you with them. They just want to destroy everything. Like I said, they threw the rule book out the window. They have no rules. There's nothing off the table to them. They will do whatever absolutely it takes to get to you and to do the things that they want to do. And they are following their dark master's plan very closely. And he's laid it out for them. And that's what they do. And we do know without a doubt, there are certain principalities and certain powers of these demons that are in control of certain areas of this world and certain areas of our life that they want to influence. We have to remember that as well. That's a dangerous aspect of this enemy. Remember what the Bible said. Beware, be vigilant for your enemy, the devil. 
goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And that's going to be you if you're not careful. He can get you very quickly. And here's the way a lot of this stuff is going on today in this world. This demonic influence that's all around us, that's permeated our governments, our schools, our entertainment, our media, our, our everything, every aspect of our civilization has been infected with the demonic. It's just like a very bad infection that is spread throughout. It's the worst. It's worse than any pandemic could ever be, Chris, because it's, it's a virulent thing, and it's increasing and growing in size day after day after day, hour by hour. These forces are getting the upper hand on us because they know how to manipulate, and they know how to work these things against us. And this influence is constantly pounding on us day in, day and night. And it's pounding on our children, and it's pounding away on, our, on the people that we love. It's trying to get to us in every aspect that it can. Just like a disease working its way into the crevices of your body. That's the way it's working. And we've got to understand the mindset. How are you doing? We, we've got to understand the mindset of this enemy of ours. Okay? We've got to try and study what he's up to. Because you've got to keep an eye on your enemy. If you don't, he can come up your back. And you'll be in big trouble. Then. I've had him come up my back, too. And I know how, I know how it works. Uh, and that is the one thing we've got to, we've got to, and we can't say this enough to people, beware, be vigilant, be careful, because these enemies set traps for us, okay? That's just the way their minds work. They're constantly setting traps and doing things to try to trip us up. And, uh, we've got to be aware of that and be, and be careful, you know? Now, I've got somebody that sent me a video, and they want you and me to respond to this. Now, okay. I want your take on this. Ladies and gentlemen, right. I, I now take, just, uh, anyways, just let me play the video. Stand by. Okay. This is, uh, this is kind of, I, I don't know. I know some about this, but uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let me blow it up, and here we go. Vision today at 12:40 p.m. Um, it was a vision of the aurora lights. They're supposed to be in the sky before the three days of darkness happens. And one of the main things that God wants me to say on this video is you need to be on the lookout. Um, now I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that it's gonna happen right away or anything like that. I'm not gonna put a date on it, but. The Lord just wants you to watch for the skies, be on the lookout, um, because there will be signs and wonders in the skies um, before the three days of darkness. And so you want to be prepared and make sure that you get inside your house. Um, so these are the words that God gave me. Um, he said, I am coming. I am coming back with a sword. I will deliver my people from the snare of the fowler, but those who do not seek me shall be covered in complete darkness. Whenever you see the aurora lights, get inside your homes immediately or as soon as possible. There will be 45 minutes of these lights before the darkness occurs. Prepare to have blessed beeswax candles, anoint your homes, 
plead the blood of Jesus over you and your family. Lock all doors, lock all windows, and cover all your windows completely for three days so you do not witness the outer darkness coming upon the earth. Please, my people, take heed to this message. It is very important that you listen to these instructions and most importantly, watch for the skies. Um, he's like repeatedly reminding me of this, like we all need to be on the lookout. Um, and the aurora lights, it will be seen all over the world. Um, it'll be like, it's really beautiful. It's like a, it's like a greenish bluish color. It's like a mix of blue and green. You will definitely know what they are when you see them, but when you see them, um, get inside of your home immediately and, you know, follow those instructions that I just, uh, uh, told you all because the three days of darkness is coming very, very soon is what the Lord wants me to tell you. Now, before I do this video, I ask God to speak through me. I don't, you know, none of this is coming from me. So God just wants you all to be prepared and ready for the days to come. Um, again, this is a time where Nephilim will be released. Um, fallen angels will, fallen angels will be released into the world and into the darkness. And you don't want to be outside during these times. Um, so I hope that this bless you all. God bless. Now, what'd you think about that? Well, there is a uh, there is a section in the Book of Revelation that talks about this darkness as a plague of darkness that will come right. on the world, but it will mostly deal with the the people who are who have the mark of the Antichrist. Um, the uh, this is also thought to be a spiritual and not only a physical but a spiritual darkness as well that will come over the world. There are some that speculate there may be several, and there will be ton, There will be dozens of volcanoes that go off during this time, and there will definitely be. You know, that says the sun becomes as sackcloth and the moon as blood. There are definitely signs and wonders in the heavens of these things. There will be star falls. There will be one specific star or comet, or actually a uh, meteorite that will hit this earth. And it will destroy a third of the ocean. That is wormwood. We know that is part of the prophecy that we will be hit by an asteroid. Definitely. But um, the thing about it is, uh, this darkness that they talk about in there, those that are sealed in the forehead by the seal of God will not be affected by this. Only those that are center, you know, the sinners or the ones who have not repented will be affected by this darkness. Um, and it will be the very same kind of a darkness that fell. If you remember back in the uh, book of Moses about the darkness that came over the land of Egypt, you know, at the time of the Pharaoh, uh, this is core work and everything, but not anymore like that. But anyway, look at them. They're like a bunch of cutty, uh, uh, cookie cutter models. They just like on an assembly line. They all say the same thing. They do the same thing. They believe the same thing. You don't, it's very hard to find true rebels out there anymore, you know? What do you think about that question, Mr. Carroll? Uh, what do you think about Lorraine Warren? I met Lorraine Warren, by the way. Very nice lady. And she did actually feel that her gifts were from God and that she was using 
Uh, to the glory of God. She was very Catholic, by the way. Uh, she was a very nice lady, though. That's right. I remember to pray to the Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you why. We need to pray with Jesus because he is the mediator. He's the bridge, okay, that stands between us and the Father. He is the one who shed his blood for us. And that is the very mystical connection there that we've got to go through in order to teach God, you know. Evil are afraid. I don't believe it. It just gets even more determined to destroy us, but we stand strong. Well, they know, Helen, they're running out of time. They're running against time. They know what time is. And, you know, Billy Graham said years ago, when you see the demonic working over time, you know that they know their time is running out. Basement of the Vatican. There's a lot of stuff in the basement of the Vatican. Stuff that would blow our mind. Did you know they supposedly have the sign that says Jesus Christ, King of the Jews, that hung over his cross? They actually say they have that in the basement of the Vatican. Really? I would love, I would love to see it. Yeah. Um, uh, Constantine, back uh, the, uh, uh, the who was the king, King Constantine. His mother actually went and found a lot of these relics back in medieval times, supposedly. And they have them. In the back. They're supposed to have a piece of the true cross there. They have a piece of the true cross, supposedly, too. Yeah. Okay, that is the question. That the wide way leading to death. Yeah. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the way thereof is death. You can sit down and say, oh, I think it's this or I think it's this. But unless you go by the word of God, that is the way, the narrow way, the word of God. Unless you go by the word of God, you can stumble and fall on a much wider path. It will lead you somewhere else. That's what you think in your mind is right. So you've got to judge that by the word of God and not by what you think is right. You know what I'm saying? You've got That should be your number one. Example to go by. The word of God is like a road map. And it leads you down the right way. But if you go to your own map. Thinking you're going to head out with your own compass. You may end up in a completely different place. That you don't want to go to. I never forget when Google Maps first came out. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. right, you end up in the wrong state. Uh, oh yeah. Well I remember one time I was following Google Maps. Somewhere and it would, if I had went the way it said. I would have ended up in the middle of a lake. So there you go. That was that was actually a very good question, Scott. Mm hmm You know, uh, questions are good, though, Chris. That's how we learn, definitely. And I can off and relics get in the way of having a tribulation. Well, let me tell you this, Sarah, okay? You don't put your faith in a cross or a piece of metal like this right here or something. You don't put your faith in that. That's not what that's about. Crosses, icons, whatever the case is, they're just to trigger your faith. They're to get your mind set on that. That's not what you believe in. Here's what I've said of this a lot of times. People really screw up by worshiping creation. No, 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 no. You worship the creator of creation, not creation. You don't worship the flowers, the plants, and the trees. You worship the creator, the one who created all of that. That's where your worship should go. So you don't lose sight on that, you know. And, of course, I feel the greatest cathedral ever made is a forest. You know, it's a perfect place to worship God, but don't worship the trees, okay? Don't be like the Druids. <laughs> right, right. 
Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, and, and I, when people get the spiritual war or warfare kids, you know, I explain that to them. You know, mm-hmm. we explain in other shows too, where people has been in MRIs and CAT scans and they show them flashes of images and they see what part of the brain reacts. And when they show religious objects, religious uh-huh. objects that it, it triggers right part of the brain and that's where people go to grab their faith exactly but it's not to be worship worship just like the one uh-huh. behind me right right so and well here's, here's the thing it's the symbolism and they hate that the evil hates that symbolism because it reminds them of what they are lost forever lost you know these these fallen angels we're talking about the Bible says they are reserved under spiritual chains of darkness. They'll never. Did you know, Chris, our father in heaven is so merciful that even the devil himself should ever ask God to forgive him. That God would forgive him. He would. But he's never going to do that. He's never going to ask forgiveness. These demons are never going to ask for forgiveness. They're not. They're blinded spiritually. They've turned it. That's why I say it's so dangerous about turning your back on God. You know, you lose your way very quickly in that darkness. You were talking about darkness. This is a spiritual darkness we're talking about. That's worse than a physical darkness. I've seen blind people who could function very well without their sight. But a spiritual darkness is worse than a physical darkness. Okay. But that's what these things want you to do. They want you to turn your back on God and turn away from the truth of his light, the light of his truth. The light shines in the darkness, the Bible says, and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness will never overcome the light. It never will. It wants to, but it never will. And they know that. Deep down inside, they know that, but they are lost. They know they'll never reclaim heaven. They'll never redeem themselves because they're completely corrupted and lost. They've gone far past that point of return thousands of years ago. They are lost forever. Although, but if they did repent, God would forgive them. That's how merciful, after all the horrible things that they have done, the blasphemies against God, the thing, the way they participated in killing his son, everything that he would, God would forgive them. That's how merciful God is. But they're never going to ask for that forgiveness. That's their mindset. Mm. It's the truth. Yep. That's your enemy, folks. And you got to remember, he's in everything. And he will be in the AI, too. Don't think you won't. He'll be in everything. I have seen, you know, Chris, I have seen the demonic get into electronics and do weird stuff with it. Uh, I've had phone calls interrupted by that. Lorraine Warren had that same thing happen, by the way. She was on the phone, and then demons came on the phone and actually uh, interfered with the phone call. I had I was talking to a lady one time about her apartment, and this voice came on the line and said, this is my place. And I wish I could describe to you what it sounded like. It was not human. And I said, yeah, it's not going to be your place when I come there because God's going to take you out of your place. And he did, by the way. Turned off. I've turned them off. <laughs> uh, there was too much activity in the studio earlier, so yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, they do. They love to use the electronics. So it's another tool they can use against us. You know, unfortunately, we, we are slaves to our electronics and our technology. Definitely not, Sarah. I would say not to do not to ever pour any holy water on electronics. <laughs> that would not be a good floor. idea. I'm done. It. You, can, you, can anoint, you can anoint them, but don't pour it on there, okay? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I tell you, you know, holy water is good too, but I like using uh, anointing oil too. Oil is also good. That actually, before the show, fell off and, and landed on my desk. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. <laughs> now, that is not olive oil. That is anointing oil that came directly from Jerusalem. Yep, I have some, too. Yes, so, uh, it's really, I tell you, the, the oil is really good for anointing people. It seems to be, I don't know, it seems to have some kind of a more interesting power to it in that respect. It I don't know. It just stays on people better than water, I guess. But anyway, yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it does. And uh, I, I've often, you know, we cast salt too a lot of times. And um, I've had, uh, I've had, I had a lot of women say, "You're not going to throw out too much salt, are you? I got a vacuum later." You know, I said, oh, well, I have to worry about that. Have to worry about that one. Unbelievable. I guess that salt's gonna come in there with a big box of salt there, you know. <laughs> and lay it on. Uh, Dennis, what is that thing above your funeral sign? Oh, it's an old sign I've got. It says funeral, no parking. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of junk back here in the museum, okay. So well, it's not, Yolanda, uh, let me say, let me caution you about this. It's not a good idea to pray to angels. Angels don't want you to pray to them. Real angels don't, okay? Pray to God. Pray to Jesus. Go to God through Jesus. The best thing, okay? Uh, you can ask your angels to protect you, but it's not a good idea to pray to them. That's not, that's frowned upon in the Bible, definitely. Uh, angels are our help. Our helpers, they are our servants. We are supposed to be a little, although we were created lower than the angels, spiritually we're supposed to be higher than they are. So they are our helpers, definitely, our guardians. We all have guardian angels, but they don't, we, they're not, their place is not in between us and God, okay? Don't ever put anything except Jesus in between you and God, okay? It's not a good idea. She's talking about the gremlin above the funeral. Uh, oh yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's not a gremlin. That's a uh, a uh, it goes in. They go they own churches, you know, the gargoyles. Oh, the gargoyles. <laughs> the gargoyles. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. she's seeing a gremlin. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have any gremlins. I hope. Not only of them. Yeah, you know, gremlins. On that. Gremlins yeah. are basically a base form of the demonic. You know, one night we'll have to do a show on the different types of demons. Uh, but the uh, the gremlins are sort of the uh, the the gimps. They call them the imps. They're the little, very base, animalistic type demons. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Edgar Allan Poe wrote a story about the imp in the in the bottle, the imp of the, of the perverse in the bottle. There, you know, that's why they call alcohol spirits. They claim that there are demons, spirits in in the alcohol. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a gargoyle. Yeah, definitely. Although he doesn't run any water off in here. By the way, they're <laughs> they're gutter spouts. 
<laughs> you know, they, they were put on churches, though, actually. They were put on churches to fool other real demons to believe in there were demons already there and they go on somewhere else. That's what the whole thing about the about the, uh, the gargoyles. Yeah, that yeah, is they, true. Uh-huh. All right, sir, lead hey. us in prayer. Tippy yep. says, that's very interesting. She did not know that. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, like, you know, I've had people, Tiffany, come to me say, you need to write a book about this. I said, where should I begin? It would take a library of books to to cover this subject. It's that deep, believe me. You know, when I first got into demonology years and years ago, and I had an experience, I had my own experience, I actually saw demons. Uh, that's what got me started in this, in a church is where I began. Uh, when I got into demonology, I kept saying, where does this end? And it has no end. It doesn't seem to have any end to it at all. Uh, you, you know, this, uh, here's what gets me, though. You know, some people go out and read a book, say, oh, I'm a demonologist now. No, 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 it don't work that way. People. Uh, I wish it was that easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, self-proclaimed. And, and, and be very aware of people that claim to be demon hunters and demon fighters. No, 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 no. They're they're on the wrong team. They don't know it. Um, God is the one that takes care of these. He uses you as the instrument, okay? It's not Dennis that goes in there and fights a demon. That's not me. I couldn't do it alone. Chris couldn't do it alone. You've got to have the power of God to back you up. And, uh, you know, that a very important thing that happened. Uh, uh, yeah, that's an interesting story. Uh, the in important thing to remember is that uh, in the Bible, those two guys that went in to cast out that demon, you know, and he beat them up and threw them out and said, Peter, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? You can't go in on your own authority. No, 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 no. You, you end up in a bad situation. Definitely. Yeah. That's not my path that I can identify where there is some darkness in and around people, but that's not my path. Well, we can see that darkness sometimes, Tiffany, definitely. But here's here's another test, okay? The Bible says the fruit don't fall far from the tree, okay? Uh, you tell these things by the fruit they bear. If these are good people, they'll have good fruit in their lives. They'll have goodness and positive stuff. But if they are evil people, they will not have good fruit. They'll have rotten fruit. And, un and very negative stuff going on. That's just the way that works. You cannot live a negative life. And I've had a lot of people come to me and say this. You cannot live a negative life and think you're going to output positive stuff. It just don't work that way. That's the unwritten law of the universe. Positive attracts positive. Negative attracts negative. That's just the way that works. Demons depend upon that law, by the way. They want to attract that negative stuff because it makes them stronger, builds them up. Ouija boards are a big no-no, Yolanda. Do not mess with Ouija boards. They open portals and doorways to who knows what you're dealing with. You know. Spooky South Coast, they've been doing shows on that. Uh, well, uh, they've been doing shows with decking on stuff that goes bump in the night. That's very interesting. Uh, I've, I've been into all aspects of the paranormal and the supernatural for a long time. It's a fascinating subject. It is. It is. A lot of rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of rabbit, dark rabbit holes. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. As my friend Nighthawk has a show called In the Rabbit Hole. 
And we go in there a whole a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of different rabbit holes. Well, Tiffany, we do all have done some. I've done some stupid stuff when I was younger. We all done that. Thank goodness we're still alive to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, we've all done that. We've all been guilty of doing stuff. I've held. I have actually held seances, which I won't get into that. But I had some freaky stuff happen in seances. But uh, you do stupid things, you know that happens. Luckily, I think God gets us over that stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. All right, sir. Lead us in prayer. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's the mindset of the demonic, and we have to we have to realize that mindset, what it's capable of, and we don't want it forced upon us. We don't want to become like them. Absolutely not. Uh, Tiffany, that happens a lot with some a lot of these people. I've had a lot of psychics come to me and say, "Oh my, my spirit guides tell me this and tell me that." And I say, "Well, who are your spirit guides?" You know, and they told me they so and so and so and so. I said, "But can you prove that? Do you have proof? <laughs> uh, yeah, who are you really dealing with?" You got to ask yourself that very important question. The Bible says, "Try the spirits," and that's a very very important observation there. Try these spirits. You better know what you're dealing with because there are a lot of trickster spirits out there. Spirits that want to trick you into believing something that's not true. That is the demonic. They're very downright deceitful, despicable, and dishonest in everything they do. No attachments are bad news. Well, you know what? Tiffany God puts a compass inside of all of us. A moral compass. And we, we need to stay in touch with that and listen to it because it will not lead us wrong. We know what we know what real evil feels like, or and we know what goodness feels like. We know the difference if we just won't ignore it. You know? That's the main thing. But anyway, uh you wanna you wanna say hello, you about ready to close here, sir? Oh, yeah. I feel some like some real bad mojo energy. That's why I asked for the prayer. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. We'll do a little prayer right quick. And um, since we've been some, doing some dark subject tonight, we'll do a little prayer protection before we go out here. Uh, let's, let's pray. Oh, Lord, our Heavenly Father, we ask you through the auspices of your Son, Jesus Christ, that you will now put your blessing and your peace your spirit of discernment upon us in these dark days that are coming upon this world. We ask that you help us hold on to the real truth in this world, that we not lose sight of where we're going and of the things around us and the things that are going to happen in this life. We ask that you give us your personal protection and safety. Guard us with your holy angels as we go through this life. And we face these dark days that are coming upon us. We ask for your peace and your Holy Spirit to come upon us and to teach us things we need to know. Lead us into the right knowledge, not the lies, but the truth that we must hold dear to ourselves. And that one truth that is you, Lord God Almighty, the true creator of this universe and this world. We seek you out with a relationship through your son, Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is great and powerful. 
The name of Jesus Christ is the one name to which all power is given in heaven and in earth. And we ask now that he hold us in your hand and guide us through this life and the days ahead. In his name we humbly pray. Amen. All right. So now question is, uh-huh. you know, standing stones, I don't care. Do what you want. Now my question is, is uh, next week's show. Next week's show, I've been thinking about we might go back into some other territory we've been over a little bit before, but a little bit deeper into some aspects of Hollywood we need to talk about. So next show is going to be about the hell of Hollywood. That is going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh-huh. Well, you heard it on the show, ladies and gentlemen, from coast to coast and around the world. Hopefully, you all have a good night. And uh, everybody, Godspeed and uh, be safe. We'll see you next week. Bye, Akadias. I'll be there saying, Ryder Froning. Good to knock, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you on the flip side. Thank you all.